Hello and welcome to Speaking of Auburn Hills podcast, your favorite local government podcast in Michigan. I'm Kyle Sislowitz, Media Communications Specialist for the City of Auburn Hills, and I'm joined, as always, by City Manager Tom Tangi. Good afternoon. Thanks to everyone for listening right now. You are tuned in to Episode 4. Before we begin, we want to let everyone know that playback of each episode is available on SoundCloud and iTunes for your enjoyment. Hit that subscribe or follow button and you'll never miss an episode. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for the latest and greatest news in the city. Just search City of Auburn Hills. You'll see our new logo and our profiles pop up there. If videos are more your thing, you can watch us record live like we are right now on Facebook Live. Uh, We did it on Instagram for the first three episodes, but we thought we'd switch it up and get the Facebook peeps involved. So thank you for everyone uh, watching the live stream right now. Well, let's get to it. This week's episode is based on the Palace of Auburn Hills. Um, Obviously, it's been in the news, a lot of discussion, eh, nearly a year, I would say, almost now. Um, And you want to clear up some stuff that people may have a misconception of and kind of let let people know what, what may happen in the future with the palace going forward. So with that, go for it. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, I, uh, I thought it was important to talk today about the Palace of Auburn Hills because uh, there's a lot of uh, buzz, obviously, about, about the palace. And um, the more stories I hear um, about the future of the palace, the more interested I became, uh, became in uh, kind of trying to set the record straight. Uh, so I'll put a, one disclaimer out there that, of course, by no means do I speak for the Palace of Auburn Hills, its uh, administration, its ownership or anything. So, um, But I am going to share with you maybe more perspective. So there's not going to be some earth-chattering announcement that you're getting today, uh, but m- maybe more just a, a little bit more realistic uh, uh, view of where we're at today with, with the Palace of Auburn Hills. So. Sure. Um, I wanted to begin, though, first by paying you a compliment. I saw your latest story in your business series, which you uh, highlighted uh, Great Lakes Crossing Outlets. So I wanted to congratulate you on that. Thank uh, you. I appreciate great, that. Great job on, on that. So um, Thank you. It's obvious that Kyle was a media communications person uh, or media communications educated yeah, yeah, uh, CMU grad in that field. Um, I, on the other hand, whenever I do these and I share these with my, my wife and my sons, they say, you're really awkward. You're boring. <laughs> Kyle's so much better. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I accept that. So anyway, just throwing that out there. Thank you. So a little bit about the palace. So, um, you know, every, everyone uh, obviously by now has heard the news. If you haven't, uh, you need to pick up a newspaper, listen to a radio or a TV or something. But, um, you know, the palace has announced that it's making a move to downtown and uh, downtown Detroit. And um, this is the last season they will play in the arena as far as the basketball team goes. Um, Which is now done with. Yeah, yeah season's over. Yeah. Season's over. Mm-hmm. And um, so, of course, there's a lot of buzz, again, as I mentioned earlier, about what is the what does the future hold for the palace? So, uh, 
just a little bit about the the, the property itself. Um, if, if you've been to the palace, you know what the arena has to offer. It's a great it's a great venue, uh, a great place to see concerts and sporting events. But uh, the property itself is about 110 acres, and uh, there's some wetlands uh, on the property. So in terms of uh, the actual availability of land, if let's say the site were to be redeveloped, is probably around the 85, 90 acre uh, uh, mark in, in terms of developable, uh, developable land. Mm-hmm. So um, that's and that's a lot of concrete for the people that are watching and listening right now. Um, I'm not sure who came up with this stat or figured it out, uh, but our director of community development, Steve, put together this great um, this study about the site right uh, for the palace. And uh, in his, uh, his study, he says that the amount of concrete used in constructing the palace is reported by Palace for Sports and Entertainment to be enough to pave a two-lane highway 23 miles long. So to give you an idea of really just how large that property is, it's, uh, it's pretty massive. Yeah, it means there's going to be a, a lot of hauling away if the palace goes away, if the arena goes away. Yep. So, um, so anyway, the... Um, Again, as far as, you know, a, sort of a final outcome, first of all, you should know, as I mentioned, 110 acres, 8590 developable. Um, and the Palace as a, um, or I should say Palace Sports and Entertainment as an organization or as a corporation uh, plans to be around for a while yet. So uh, I don't think you're going to see anything happen at the site in terms of a change in use uh, anytime soon. The, you know, the office tower where all of the executives uh, uh, associated with Palace Sports and Entertainment is located at the arena. They plan to be there probably at least another 18 to 24 months before they'll move um, their, their administrative office operation downtown uh, to be near the arena. And um, they also have a practice facility here where all the players practice. And they will be utilizing that also probably for... Uh, at least one more season. So you're probably talking another 18 months or so use of, um, use of the, uh, the practice facility. So short term, I don't think you'll see anything really change. Yeah. Uh, now, as for the future, yes. um, I can tell you uh, honestly and on the record that there has been no plan uh, brought forward I think uh, a lot of people say, "Oh, the city must know. They must know." Um, I, I don't. I can't really again speak for the for the palace, but I don't know that they really know what the end use will be at this point. I suppose that if some really great concept came along that could have a reutilization of the arena, maybe that would uh, the arena would uh, would continue to be used and it would be used for whatever that purpose might be. Sure. Um, but there's no doubt that that property, uh, I think, would be highly be highly sought after for other uses. Um, the more the most likely use um, from our perspective as a city is something that's related to research and development, high tech, um, advanced manufacturing. However, you want to define those things. As you know, Kyle, we are home to a number of uh, large corporations, many of which are either uh, North American headquarters here or world headquarters. Um, The vast majority of them are related to the auto industry, but a lot of the companies are actually diversifying and doing a number of other things. And we do have some some other types of companies that do uh, aerospace, um, medical device companies, things like that. So... um, it's, it's a great location. 
a uh, lot of exposure off of uh, it's it's you know it's it's got a ramp off of I seventy five. Um, right next to M24, Lapeer yeah, Road. Yeah, right, right by Lapeer Road. So no doubt it could be reutilized for some other kind of development. It's, uh, it's a little depressing to think that such a beautiful arena, and it really is still in a, you know, no less than excellent condition. I mean, when you look at it from inside and out, uh, there's been regular investment in that arena, and um, certainly it seems a shame to tear something like that down. But... Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, there, there's, there's got to be a business plan for keeping it, and if there isn't, then uh, redevelopment uh, will likely occur. Mm-hmm. And we'll certainly work with the owners uh, and the administration of that uh, business to uh, plan, plan through that and, and, and plan for uh, highest and best use of the property. So a lot of people express concern. They say, uh, well, this isn't going to become the next Pontiac Silverdome, yeah, right? Yeah, you need... You need uh... And I hear that from too many of my friends and just people who who think of sports first when that like the, their their head goes to sports first, thinking of these arenas and these stadiums that just stick around for a while, and they don't think of a the facts, what yeah. actually is has happened, right. especially to the Silverdome, and b we don't own it. So I mean, right. <laughs> well, I think I think there's a, yeah there's a number of things to consider about why it wouldn't become the next yeah. the next Silverdome. It is privately owned and the Silverdome was owned by a stadium authority, which essentially means it was it was publicly owned or publicly held, not privately held. And um, which the palace is privately privately owned, owned yes. yes, by uh, Mr. Gores. And um, I will say to his credit that he has been very uh, public about addressing the situation and saying that there is no way that we're going to leave the city of Auburn Hills and leave that building there, uh, you know, to become an eyesore mm-hmm. and become a burden on the city of Auburn Hills uh, when we go to Detroit. So I take him for his word, and I think that he will do that. Um, he will he will do something with the property, and he won't let it become a Silverdome. Um, I think the other significant uh, thing to remember is, you, you know, although we're neighbors, we're talking about two very different local economies, um, right down to uh, the value of property, like, you know, even on a per square acre uh, basis. I think one of the things that was difficult for um, the Silverdome is to, it, again, a very mammoth structure, to, to be able to tear it down and recoup the cost of the demolition and the hauling away of that, uh, that structure, it, it likely, and I think this is probably the main reason why it never happened, is, is that that cost exceeded maybe what they could actually obtain mm-hmm. um, if they sold the, the land as a redevelop, uh, redevelopable site. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, I, you know, good, good question. I don't recall exactly um, what it is on an uh, on an acreage basis. It, it, I, I think I'll, it may be. Yeah, I want to say, I want to say Steve said it was like maybe ten or twenty more acres. It, it, a it, bit. it could be. I don't recall what the size of the Silverdome property is, but yeah. um, I think the difference with uh, the palace is that if, um, you know, certainly that. The, the number in terms of tearing it down is going to be in the millions. I don't know how many millions, but um, I'm sure there's no one out there that thinks it, it's not going to cost millions to tear it down and haul it away if that's what ends up happening. Um, 
but the key issue is that the value of the land um, is certainly expected to far exceed the cost of demolition and preparing the site as a development-ready site. And that's the, that, that's the, um, the key economic difference between the Silver Dome and, and the palace is demand for the land um, at the palace site and the ability to uh, achieve a, high, a higher sale price, which would more than cover the cost of, of demolition. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I really don't, you know, I really don't think that's going to happen. The other thing I wanted to talk a little bit about, and I'll just touch on briefly, is um, I guess I'm a little uh, humored by the fact that just about everybody, and I, I, I say that um, in an exaggerated way, uh, seems to know more about what's going to happen with the palace than we do, uh, and maybe even more than the owners know. Uh, in the last 10 days to two weeks, I've heard that it's going to become a landfill. Uh, now, we do know there is a landfill yeah. next door called Oakland Heights. It, it, it resides next to the palace. Uh, so I've heard it's going to become an extension of the landfill. Um, I've heard it's going to be a new hospital. Um, so uh, I haven't heard either of those from palace ownership. I'm not sure what the sources of these information, uh, this information is uh, or, or, or how reliable those sources are. But... Um, that's why we're here today, just to talk about um, what we know today. And I can probably, you know, again, just to just to summarize, say that one of two things are likely to happen, and and, and one is a reuse of the arena as it is today, maybe in some sort of enhanced form, you know, whether there's some addition to it or whatever. But um, do I expect that to happen? I, I don't know. I don't know what use might be out there or what owner might want to use it as an arena. Yeah. Um, and then the other uh, scenario is, of course, uh, removal of it from the site and, and redevelopment. You know, there it, it becomes a clean slate at that point, and um, you could do a number of things, whether it, be, it could be residential, some sort of mixed use with residential office. It could be industry. It could be retail. It could be restaurants. Um, but we understand the limitations. Again, you have to take into consideration that there's a landfill next door. Um, the palace has operated very successfully and um, harmoniously with the, with the landfill for all these years. But um, whether building residential, for example, next to a landfill is going to be uh, a desired outcome for anybody it would remain to be seen. Yeah. So when you start looking at it from what, what appears practical, um, Residential is probably lower on that list, uh, whereas something that we do best here and what we're best known for, which is uh, which are those corporate kind of headquarters, R and D facilities, uh, office, industry, whatever. That more likely of the that's that's more likely. And if you're thinking with some good common sense and yeah. realistic about you know what makes up Auburn Hills, uh, that's probably the, the the most likely outcome. But I can tell you for now. Um, unless somebody out there has a much closer source than I have, um, there's really no nothing planned at this at this point, and we probably won't have a whole lot of conversation um, with representatives from the palace um, for probably a number of months yet. Because um, again, we know they're going to be around 18 to 24 months, so there's not really a point in us sitting down today to talk about what could happen two years from now, because 
the world could change in the next two years, you know, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and the demand for something could be very different then than it is now. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see because, gosh, we're, we're still in, we're just getting in the middle of 2017 and they're there until at least the end of 2018. That's so correct. there's there's a lot that could happen, I think, on both sides yeah. between then and now. So. so I think in the meantime, a lot of people will be speculating, and um, uh, and I'll be in my office chuckling a bit when I hear the latest and greatest rumor about what it might be or what it is going to be. In fact, I, I hear some of these things with certainty. Um, you know, oh, it it is going to be a new hospital. And, you know, uh, so I'll, I'll take that all in stride and uh, there will come a point where we will all know together uh, what will happen with the palisite. Oh, there it goes. It's our alarm. That means we got to start wrapping up here because we're taking up way too much time. We got to get back to work. That's right. Or is this work? I don't know. You tell I, me. I hope so. <laughs> Um, okay, so next time. We we did the last time. What was the last time? I think we did OU, I want to say. Yeah, was OU like, and Auburn Hills. And what was 2000? We wrapped up 2016. This week with the Palace. Episode 5. What do we got coming for us next time? Episode 5 is going to be a discussion about an upcoming project that we are going to launch. Uh, It's in our downtown, and I'd like to talk to folks about our amphitheater and splash pad project. Um, This is going to be a big improvement to our park in downtown Auburn Hills. Um, We have had for years a concert series in our downtown. We are finally going to build an... um, a nice facility to um, to hold our concerts and probably some other uh, arts-related activities down there. Uh, we're building an amphitheater and uh, a voice, or sorry, I should say voice activated, motion, <laughs> motion <laughs> activated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't yell at the splash pad. Um, Rise, a, yeah. water. <laughs> a motion activated splash pad for children, which means uh, cool. obviously when it senses uh, somebody entering upon the splash pad water starts shooting out of the ground and out of various devices and so it'll be a nice attraction there'll be a big um, plaza area that will be included and it'll be a a nice uh, um, center of activity for the city Uh, we hope to actually begin work on that project um, uh, sometime later this year Mm -hmm. and uh, I better stop there because if I keep talking about it I won't have anything to talk about when we meet again so but that's going to be what we're going to talk about we're going to talk about um, the Auburn Hills Community Foundation and their efforts in raising money for that and uh, kind of how it got all got started and maybe if I can show a couple of uh, color renderings to the audience that might be helpful and so that'll be what we talk about the next time we meet great that sounds like a project that will interest people of all ages. I think that covers yeah. the whole spectrum. That'll be that'll be great when that gets uh, when that gets finished. But for episode four, uh, speaking of the Palace of Autumn Hills, we're going to wrap this up and uh, call it good. Uh, we will probably do our next podcast as we try to do every three to four weeks. So look for another one, maybe the last week of May if we're lucky or not, the first week of June at the very latest. 
Thank you for everyone listening. Follow us on social media. Just search City of Auburn Hills for the latest and greatest in the city. Until next time, I'm Kyle Sislowitz and City Manager Tom Tangi. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you.